0: my Lord would not have listened. The the writer of the psalm knew that if he did not confess the sin to God and have it forgiven, that he couldn't expect God to listen to his prayers. And we can't expect God to listen to our prayers when when we have unconfessed sin in our lives, when we haven't asked him for forgiveness. I mean, the prophet Isaiah said it this way, Isaiah 59, verse 2. But there's a problem. Your sins have cut you off from God. Because of your sin, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. I I just wonder this morning, what what wrongs stand between us and God? What, What sins may be keeping him from hearing our prayers? Whatever these sins are, we need to confess them to God and have them forgiven. James 5, verses Verse 16 says, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. I mean, just think, our prayers can be powerful and effective, but we have to first confess our sins and get right with God. And so another thing that may hinder God from answering our prayers is unconfessed sin in our lives. That's a third thing. I may have unreconciled relationships with others. Another reason that God, again, may not be answering your prayers is because you have unreconciled relationships with others. We cannot, and it's emphasized in Scripture, we cannot be right with God, we can't be right vertically if we're not right horizontally with with each other. Jesus told us, that very thing in the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew five twenty three and 24. Therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there remember your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. You can't be right with God before, again, you're right with others. This principle is true when it comes to our giving, but people, it is also true when it comes to our praying. Jesus explains that here. When we come into the presence of God, we, we must not have broken relationships that we have the power to men. And, and men, this truth is especially true when it comes to the relationship that we have with our wives. 1 Peter 3, 7 says, In the same way you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat her with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. If you don't treat her as you should, your prayers will not be heard. (laughs) is that... Husbands, we can't be right with God if we aren't right with our wives. And so another thing that may hinder God from answering our prayers is unreconciled relationships with others. A fourth thing, I may have asked with wrong selfish motives. Another reason that God may not answer your prayers is because you're asking with wrong selfish motives. James says it this way, James 4, 2 and 3. And yet the reason you don't have what you want is you don't ask God for it. And even when you do ask, you don't get it because you don't get it. You don't get it because your whole motive is wrong. You you want only what will give you pleasure. James mentions in this one verse two things, two very common things that happen in prayer that, that keep us, again, from, from getting what we've asked for in prayer. Number one, first of all, we're not asking. He says you can't expect God to answer if you don't ask. But then he says you can also not get because you're asking for the wrong reasons. I wonder how many requests go unanswered because first we've not asked, but then how many have gone unanswered because we ask to only satisfy our own desires. Our prayers will become powerful when we learn to ask God, but when we learn to ask Him according to His will for our lives. As I've emphasized twice already, prayer is not about getting what we desire, but what He desires. Prayer is not about getting what gives us pleasure, it's about what giving him pleasures. And so another thing that may hinder God from answering our prayers is wrong and selfish motive. And then one more thing, I may not have persisted in my praying. Uh, Another reason that God may not answer your prayers is because you're just simply not persisting in your praying. Jesus shared two parables in the Gospel of Luke about persisting in prayer. The first one is found in Luke 11. It is about a man who has a friend stop by, and he stops by late at night, around midnight. He doesn't have any food to welcome his friend, and so he goes to his neighbor and knocks on his neighbor door and asks for some bread so he can feed his friend. But, but the neighbor tells him, not, I, I, I'm not going to get you any bread. The door's already locked, the kids are in bed, and he doesn't want to get up and get any bread. But because the man keeps boldly asking his friend for bread, he finally, the friend gets up and gives him bread. And then Jesus emphasizes this lesson from the parable Luke 11, 9 and 10, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open. For everyone who asks, receives. And it's interesting, that could really retranslate. Everyone who asks and keeps on asking, receives. And everyone who, again, seeks and keeps on seeking, finds. And the one who knocks and keeps on knocking, the door will be opened. Jesus' point is is that we need to persist in our praying. He makes the same point in a second parable, 18th chapter, verse number 1 begins this way. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. And so the second parable is about a widow who brings her case to an unrighteous judge. And the judge doesn't want to make a judgment, but she just keeps persisting and persisting. And then finally, the judge gives the ju- her justice the justice that she deserves. Now, if, if this is how an unjust judge will do, just think how the just, jo- the just judge of the universe will respond when we keep pleading to him. In the same way that the women, woman kept pleading, Christians, we need to keep praying. And again, I wonder how many times prayer requests have not been answered because we just simply have not persisted in that prayer. We pray once about it, twice about it, and then we forget about it. And and so another reason that God may not answer our prayers is because you and I and our lifestyle may in some way hinder God from giving us what we've asked for in prayer. And then quickly, a, a third reason Because others hinder God from giving me what I've asked for in prayer. Think think about this. I mean, and another reason your prayers may go on is because other people hinder God from giving you what you've asked for in prayer. Oftentimes when we pray, we pray for others. And God wants us to pray for others. We, We pray for God to work in their lives. A wife prays for reconciliation with an unfaithful husband a christian prays for the salvation praise a christian prays for the salvation of an unbelieving neighbor a grandmother prays for a change of a troubled grandchild an employee prays for a better relationship with a difficult employer People, there's nothing wrong with those types of prayers. God wants us to pray for others. As a matter of fact, such individuals and and such prayer for individuals reflect the will of God for their lives. I mean, mean, God wants husbands and wives to be reconciled, if all possible. I mean, He wants unbelieving neighbors to be saved, He he wants troubled teenagers and grandchildren to churn and change their life. I mean, he wants good relationship between employees and employers. And yet, many times, the key to that kind of praying is not a question of God's will, because that's what he desires, and that's what we desire. The problem is the response of the individual that we're praying for. I mean, each individual has a free will. And so the unbelieving husband, the unfaithful husband will decide whether he'll be reconciled as right. The unbelieving neighbor will decide whether he'll come to Christ and, and, and be saved. The troubled grandchild will decide what, whether he will change his or her life. And the employer will decide whether he'll have better relationship with his employees. God doesn't force any of us to do anything against our will, even if He knows that's what's best for us. Remember the story of the prodigal son. The younger son wanted his inheritance. He got his inheritance. He left home. The father did not force him to stay. I'm sure the father prayed for his son. He looked each day for his son to return. But the boy had to make the decision for himself. And finally, according to the story, he came to his senses and he returned home. And that's how we should pray for others who need to make some hard decisions we need to pray that they will make the right choice that they'll again come to their senses (laughs) We, we can't force them to do anything and God will not force them to do anything now that does not mean that God is not at work in their lives God may be convicting them God may be working circumstances in their life I mean he works in everyone's life but our heavenly father leaves our choices for each of us to make either right or wrong so a third reason that God may not answer some of our prayers is because others and their poor choices may hinder God from giving us what we've asked for in prayer that that brings us to our practical application uh, this morning I mean, what do we want to do as, as a result of this morning's message? Let me, let me suggest three things. Number one, take some time and, and evaluate the, effective, uh, the effectiveness of your own prayer life. I, I mean, uh, again, just think. I mean, the, the promise of James was that, again, the prayers of a righteous man will, will be powerful and effective. Okay? Okay? And so I think God wants to work. a matter of fact, the Scripture tells us that he can do more than we ask or imagine according to the power that's at work in us. (laughs) And so if we're not being effective in our prayers, then where's the problem lie? You know, we need to think about that. And so number two, ask God to help you discern the reasons that he might not be answering some of your prayers. I mean, it could be three things. Number one, is he telling you no or wait? And we need to think about that. No, number two, are, are you and your lifestyle hindering him from answering your prayers? Instead of, again, it's not God speaking, it's your actions that are failing in, in that regard. Are, are others and their choices hindering him from answering your prayers? And so last thing to do: make corrections in your life and your prayer life so that your prayers might be more uh, effective. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about uh, our, our prayer, my prayer life. Uh, it, it's been now several years that Christy and I ha- have closed out our, our day in, in prayer. Uh, there has not been one day over those years that we 've not prayed, and you know it 's interesting some of our prayer requests that we asked the very first time we prayed they 're still on our list today we 're still praying for those things, praying for some marriages to be to be to be reconciled and, and yet we sometimes are just aware of the fact that Uh, there's heart, there's bitterness that's built up over there and whether those things will ever be satisfied or ever be, you know, solved. But we're going to keep praying. Uh, There are some folk that we've been praying for on a consistent basis who were dealing with cancer then and they're dealing with cancer today. (laughs) And they're struggling with that. And and we pray for them. Uh, You know, I, I think it's just important. You know, let's not be a people who expect God to work when we haven't asked him to work and yet at the same time we just need to recognize that that God may say no he may be saying wait or again it may be an issue that I've got in my life that's holding things up or it may simply be the hardness of others that may keep those prayers from being answered but but uh, God is ready to give good things to his children when, when we come to him. And, and I believe that. And so we're going to keep praying. Let, let's bow for prayer. Dear Father, uh, th- this question, it, it's a difficult question. Uh, we, we've all experienced those times when we've seen you work and work in powerful ways. And yet we've also experienced those times when, when uh, our prayers haven't been answered and certainly not answered in the way that we would like god help us to be submissive to your will help us to be desirous of what you want for our lives help us to be desirous for what you believe is best for us for our church for our family for for those that we pray for god again i pray that you're working among us help us to be effective prayers What we need, we need you to work. We need your wisdom. We need your grace. We need your power. We ask for all of that in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.